Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Hannah Thompson is the business manager at Heritage Lincolnshire and also the founder of the Development Partner Network. Hannah has organised a range of networking events both on and offline, including a support group for people living with conditions such as ME and fibromyalgia. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Hannah. Thank you for having me, Liz. So, Hannah, you're the business manager at Heritage Lincolnshire, and I believe you joined them just before lockdown. So tell me about your role and how that's been. (laughs) Well, I had a bit of time in the office beforehand, um, so we got to... to to know kind of what the team was like and everything like that. Um, But it's been an interesting ride for Heritage Lincolnshire during COVID, as it has been for many charities uh, across the UK. Um, But we've actually gone from strength to strength in some ways. You know, we've actually increased our team numbers. Um, We've got some exciting new projects coming up that we've kind of won, uh, if you want to say that, throughout the COVID pandemic. Um, And yeah, I think we've come together as, as, as a real team um to look after the county's heritage and and everything like that so it has been very very interesting over the last uh nine months definitely (laughs) (laughs) and you're working on the heritage open days at the moment aren't you i think that that's a really exciting project Definitely. We've, my team's done it for a few years now. Um, and last year, obviously, the, the whole thing just just changed rapidly. And we, we throughout the beginning of the year, we kept saying, no, no, we'll be all right by September. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'd had such a fantastic year the year before with over 200 events. Um, and it has it has gone looking at the history of the, um, the festival for, for Lincolnshire. It has gone from strength to strength. And, you know, Heritage Lincolnshire actually coordinate it. So we kind of um, get all the event organisers on board. They create their events and then we publicise it with a with a brochure and we do everything on our website and everything like that. And, you know, it's gone from a little leaflet over the last 10 years to uh, nearly a 70 page brochure, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Um but then, yes, last year it just all changed and everything actually went digital. Um, so we had around about 70 events last year still. So we still continue to work with the event organisers to try and give them a, a digital awareness and we work with them to develop it. Because, again, some of those had never even looked at digital, let mm. alone you know, anything like that. So, you know, we we kind of worked with them and we put on 70 incredible events and, you know, everybody involved was absolutely fantastic. Um, Typically, Heritage Open Days does not allow any digital events at all. um, And it hasn't done in in the past. Um, It's about face-to-face, opening up doors, all of that kind of stuff. So in some ways, that has actually changed it and I think actually changed it possibly for the better. Mm. So how's it it looking for this year? Is it going to be a mixture of online and in-person events again? Yes, 
is, um, which is quite exciting for us. And as I say, that change, I think, has come and it's been quite a welcome change for the future of the festival. Um, so, yes, it's going to be a mixture. Uh, Lincolnshire has around about 100 events, which is fantastic. Um, and again, we're hoping next year that um, we'll increase that again, a good mixture um, of digital and face to face events. And, and again, we, you know, we've provided the event organizers with some training events and all of that kind of stuff so it has actually opened their eyes to how they can use different formats and different platforms to look at engaging new people which I think is what the festival should mm. now be about mm. and just quickly what what are the dates of the festival this year oh now you're asking me 10th <laughs> to the 19th or is it the 9th to the 10th the 19th I know it's definitely the 19th let me just double check um it's all kind of blurred into one for us because it's they it's getting all the stuff out and about. So yes, tenth of September to the nineteenth of September. So it's over a ten day period and across two weekends, um, which will be really, really, really good. Fantastic! I'm looking forward to it. Now, alongside your day job, you also run some uh, networking events. Now, I believe that you started networking events back in 2017. What kind of format did these take, and how did it come about? My God, is it really 2017? <laughs> when you say it like that, oh my goodness, that feels like quite a long time ago. Um, so yeah, um, so when I used to work for um, some people down in Peterborough, we had a very large stadium and it wasn't used typically during the day. And uh, there, there was a nice kind of atmosphere around the networking scene uh, in the city and the people and the businesses there are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I got talking to them and there was there wasn't really anything that was a little bit different out there. And we within the stadium, we had fixed booths, you know, kind of like the old American diner fixed mm. booths type concept. And so we came up with um, business booth networking. Uh, the first one we did, uh, we had 40 businesses along to which I was, like, I was really, really chuffed mm. about. Um, so we then decided to do one about three months later and we tripled it. We had 120 businesses wow. come along and it never stopped growing from there. Um, and I, you know, it was a little bit different because you had the table area as your exhibition space. The idea was that it was low maintenance, so you only needed to bring along a little box. You didn't have to worry about big banners mm -hmm. and kind of all the fancy pants stuff you have at exhibitions that can be quite costly. And the idea was that you either sat there and let people come to you. So it suited people that were perhaps a little bit shyer with networking. You didn't like to approach people um, uh, or you could wander around the stadium um, and go and meet other businesses. And because the the um, kind of the walkways were quite narrow, you kind of bumped into people. Uh, I remember what that was like before COVID. I don't know. But um, <laughs> Um, it kind of gives you an excuse to then start talking to people. So I think it was just a very casual atmosphere. It was low maintenance. Um, we only we, we didn't charge businesses very much. And it was kind of a cross between networking and ex exhibiting, mm. um, which I think people quite liked that. Um, so when I, I left the, the, the business I was 
working for in Peterborough, I kind of thought, you know what, actually, I could take this concept out to other places. Mm. Um, so the first place I took it was my hometown, which is Grantham in Lincolnshire. And again, you know, the first event, we had over 80 businesses there. And I'd never really networked in Grantham before either. So, you know, people had obviously got to know about it. And to be fair, you know, we again, in, when we did it down in Peterborough, we had businesses coming from, from Grantham, from Lincoln, from Stamford, mm. from Cambridge, Newmarket. Um, so, you know, we kind of just then thought, you know, what, well, actually, why don't I, you know, get out there and, and take it to other places? So in, oh God, now, so what we're in now, so 2019, I think we went into uh, six different towns, mm-hmm. um, ranging from Newmarket um, all the way up to kind of Lincoln area. And yeah, each one kind of exceeded my expectations I was always just so overwhelmed with the support and that people enjoyed the concept so I just kept doing it really um and I enjoyed them as well because you know they when I turned up to the venues with just um a box and a handbag you know Mm -hmm. they were like are you the event organizer I'm like yeah yeah (laughs) They're like, well, where's all your stuff? I'm like, oh, no, no, we don't worry about any of that. It's all about, you know, low maintenance. So, Mm. yeah, I I really enjoyed them. Um, And I think people did as well. And um, so I just, I kept doing them. And 2020, we had plans to go into about 12 different towns um, across larger area and everything. And unfortunately, obviously, COVID hit. So everything changed in March 2020, didn't it? (laughs) So what, what, what did you do? How did you cope with that? Um, I'll be honest, because I've been working uh, full time at Heritage Lincolnshire and also um, doing these events on the side, I was shattered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I did. I was furloughed from Heritage Lincolnshire just temporarily because a lot of the stuff I do is events and face to face thing. Um, so I was furloughed for a few months. And I, I'll be honest, I rested. I did rest and I took the time out because I needed to, I think, for my for my health and well-being mm. and to adjust to this suddenly, you know, living at home on my own with my dog. Um, you know, my other half was still, you know, working, so I didn't see him as much. But, yes, it was a very strange time. So I did take a few months to kind of readjust mm. to, to the madness that the world was going in. And then I decided to, to take the, dig- the um, networking online. Mm-hmm. And oddly, I thought about this concept about 18 months before and we'd done a few test runs and I, in some ways I was kicking myself because I hadn't done it sooner. Um, but maybe, you know, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be in, in those lots of ways. But um, so, yeah, we took it online. We called it Sofa Networking, which is what I was going to call it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we started to um, do that. So we, we held, um, I wouldn't even like to say how many events um I think I was doing about three a week at one point um and we did sofa networking which was uh people businesses would come online they would send me through a slide so we'd also have a presentation slide and again it was about thinking about people who don't always necessarily feel confident doing these sorts of things so you could Mm. hide behind that screen that showcased your business um, and then they'd every business would have 45 seconds to a minute to, to pitch their business. Um, and then you would get the presentation as your delegates list. Mm. Um, and we did that for different counties and also different industries as well. 
Yeah, I thought it was a great format and it, it was something different to what everyone else was doing. And like you say, the ability to have that slide on screen while you're giving your presentation means that people aren't, aren't looking at you. They're, they're looking at what's on the screen and obviously you've got the ability to put all your information on there that you want people to take away and that then gets sent to people afterwards. So I thought it was a great idea. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I hope people enjoyed it, definitely. Now, you also did some um, online showcases too. Were those easy to arrange? Uh, luckily, I had somebody I did those with. Um, so I worked with um, Kerry of Polkadot Events, who is based down Northampton area. And, you know, again, we wanted to come up with a bit more of a different concept of, you know, how can we kind of do the how I was doing the showcase events in person how could we actually do that uh, online and Kerry found a great platform um, and we worked together um, to, to produce those and you know it was really really nice to work with somebody who was similar of networking with me uh, and yeah they were you know they, they weren't easy to organize but they were worth it when when we were doing them um, and we also added in the, the speed networking as well which I think was everybody's mm. favorite bit yeah. <laughs> I love that and it's, yeah. it's you know so different to do it in, in person because you actually don't know who's coming next your screen goes blank and then somebody else will appear <laughs> that's very true yes it literally is like a round robin thing of you know you you move so quickly and it, it's so brutal when it kicks you out yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. you are finished <laughs> wind up quickly <laughs> yeah it is brutal um but I think it keeps people short and sharp yeah that's the introduction you need right well then you know then it's the time to then further that relationship if you're interested in what that person's got to say about their business how can you work together and, and things like that then it's you know having to be proactive and actually then contacting that mm -hmm. person and saying right let's have a further discussion of what we can do and let's understand your businesses and and all of that kind of stuff yeah now I'm also very interested in uh, another kind of network that you set up which is called sofa strength tell me about sofa strength so that came from the fact that I have I live with a couple of conditions. I have ME, which is also known as chronic fatigue syndrome, mm -hmm. and fibromyalgia. Um, so I'm very very lucky that in the last probably seven or eight years that I've I've turned my life around where um, I'm now able to do exercise. I'm able to lead a pretty normal life mm. um, despite having these conditions. And I set up a support group in my hometown of Grantham. Um, when I kind of turned this corner with my conditions, because uh, at one point I was pretty much bedridden every three to four weeks, mm. uh, not being able to move um, and everything like that. And I I, I turned everything around. I, I started eating very differently. I started to slowly build up my strength with exercise, only certain exercising. Mm -hmm. um, and I also changed my mind frame, um, mm -hmm. very much so. And I wanted to kind of share that with people that it was possible. You know, I still live with the daily pain. Um, some days are worse than others. Um, I'm still absolutely shattered all the time. <laughs> I can sleep for Britain. Um, and I, I wanted to show to people that actually, you you know, you you can live with these things and actually, met, you know, appreciate that you have these conditions. They've made me live my life mm. completely different. And in some ways, I, I, I say to people, I'm grateful for them because mm. they do remind, they're a daily reminder for me um, that life doesn't stop and that you have to keep going. And actually, you only have one life to live. Yeah. And 
so I, I started a support group in Grantham and, I, and I, then I also took it down to Peterborough and we had such a good response to it that actually, again, I wanted to support people online. Um, so we, again, used the same concept as what we did at the actual face-to-face -face support groups and took them online where people uh, could meet uh, an alternative therapist, they could talk to a nutritionist or a counsellor or somebody who'd been in that position and kind of come through it and was living with it like myself mm -hmm. so that was again the kind of thing that I wanted to do um and I did that primarily for ME and fibromyalgia sufferers but we are also now looking for looking to do that for other um conditions as well mm. um in the future because again you know I still think we need that support network and sometimes you know again with conditions such as ME and fibro you know people are housebound they can't get yeah. out and about anyway so actually having a laptop in front of them is is easier for them to than to come face to face to people so yes hopefully that will go from strength to strength when we restart doing that again as well so mm. um and I'm building on that now looking at how we can support as many people uh digitally as we can with that concept yeah and I'm sure that's been of, of such value to to people you know through the pandemic you know people with conditions you know, all sorts of conditions have been you know, isolating at home and you know the fact that they can see somebody on the computer screen and have a chat with someone must have been just such a great comfort to them yeah I think any support that people can give you know to make you not feel that you're on your own mm. I think is is a huge thing. I mean, even as mad as it sounds with Heritage Lincolnshire, I've done a lot of talks programs. Um, and, you know, the messages I get, you know, you've got us through the pandemic and it's yeah. because people are living on their own and actually being able to come online, see other people, hear somebody talk about something interesting and then actually have that kind of conversation afterwards. Uh, it's been incredible that, do you know what, the things that you perhaps don't think affect people do and they mean a lot to people so mm. I think you know just seeing a, a friendly face on a screen I know it's not the same I know it's not the same as being able to physically hug people and have that kind you know conversation you know face to face but it's been a good substitute I think that has certainly assisted people to to get and help them get through this yeah what this mad time we've had yeah and thank goodness we've had this technology available to us at this time Good God, yes. My God. I mean, you know, I, I still say now, what would we do without mobile phones? <laughs> Even now. Um, and I've had one for, what, 20 years? Um, but yeah, I mean, if this pandemic had been, you know... 50 years ago or not probably even not even that long ago how would it and we've advanced we've certainly advanced I know it will change the way that I work and yeah. also Heritage Lincolnshire have worked as well so um I think it has supported businesses and hopefully it's also affected different things you know like the environment we've seen a lot mm -hmm. more wildlife and things like that which has been really really nice and I've got a whole new appreciation for things like that now as yeah. well yeah. So how, how do you see the future of your networking events um, you know, for the rest of this year and, and, and into next year? Are you going to remain online for the time being or do you have plans for some face to face networking? Well, I have got um, the, the first face to face event coming up in September. So I've got an exhibition that I'm running at the Lincolnshire Showground, which is for construction, property, um, sustainability and heritage. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh <laughs> Uh, we've got a very large space there, so I'm spacing a lot of people out and, and 
making sure that people feel comfortable. Um, for the showcase networking, I think it will be next year because um, before we were getting a lot of businesses in quite a small area. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, we've got to all feel comfortable and I don't want to to kind of push anybody um, into feeling uncomfortable. So I think the showcase networking um, will come back next year. Uh, this year so far, I have kind of taken a, a step back from the sofa networking, the digital aspect as well, because my job has just gone mental. <laughs> um so yeah um hopefully next year we will be back with, with the with the network and really pushing stuff um all kind of aspects um and exhibitions as well because we've, we've also got the big business event coming up just outside of grantham um in april next year so we've got some key big events that are very spaced out <laughs> <laughs> i hasten to add um first and foremost and then i think you know as people get a little bit more confident with all of this going on and the new normal whatever that may be then we I'm hoping to really come back with showcase networking yes yeah. definitely so tell me a bit more about the big business event what format's that going to take so that's uh, an exhibition um and it's going to be at the uh, at arena uk which is just off the a1 um, northbound uh, just outside of grantham mm -hmm. and yeah again i'm working with a fabulous woman deborah uh, of queen bee and co and again we kind of felt that that area didn't have uh, a larger business event of somewhere that people could actually exhibit because i think you know even though exhibitions are typically quite expensive um not just the stand and, but also obviously everything that, that goes with the stand, the big banners mm -hmm. and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Again, we, we wanted to do it at a lower cost. We wanted smaller businesses to come along. And, and so we, you know, the most expensive stand is £95 and you can actually split that as well with another business. Um, and we, you know, we say to people, look, don't spend a lot. We've, we've advised them where they can go for, for banners that aren't as expensive and things. So, yeah, we're just going to see how it goes. It's the first year we've, we, we've we've done it, even though obviously we've delayed it, I think, two or three times now. <laughs> <laughs> so technically we should be on our second year this year and then next year should be our third. But um, hey-ho, it's happened. And, you know, so yes, so it will be an exhibition format with other things going on throughout the day. There will be networking as well and there will be talks um, for people to come along and just have a good businessy day out and connect with as many people as they can. Um, so fingers crossed we don't cancel it again. And I think it will be a good thing for that local area. Yeah, well, fingers crossed for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Hannah. Just finally, if people are interested in either the big business event or your showcase events or sofa networking or sofa strength, how do they get hold of you? Uh, your best way would be possibly to email me, which is info at the development partner network .com, um, or find me on LinkedIn or anything like that, really. Um, we've got so many platforms now, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> he's from um so yes any any way like that would be absolutely fantastic well thank you very much and uh, good luck with everything and definitely fingers crossed for big business event next april thank you so much liz thanks for listening to small business big network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe and don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too